Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Sister Unscripture. Today is Monday, March the 20th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's a wonderful, beautiful, sunny day here in South Carolina. It's been cold, unusually cold, but, you know, it's the first day of spring. Happy spring for everybody. I'm excited. I love to get out in the garden. I love to plant and see the new life. And spring just brings forth so much life. So I'm so happy uh, that we are, we're sunny and it's the first day of spring. It's great. It's wonderful. We're getting ready to come up on Palm Sunday and Passover and Good Friday and That is a beautiful thing. I will not be celebrating Easter on Easter Sunday this year for the first time ever. Um, I am taking a little cue I got from God, and there's no no pun intended for all the cue followers. Um, But I'm taking a little cue from God, and and the way that it's falling this year, and the way it's been falling, I just don't feel appropriate celebrating Easter on the Easter Sunday as traditional. Um, I know a lot of churches still will, and a lot of that I think is because it's still so heavily ingrained into people that it's not going to change. But Easter is a pagan holiday. Um, Easter is not Passover. There's a difference. So, And we'll talk about that coming up um, as we near closer. Um, I will go into some scripture on that. I think that would be very important, just so that way everybody else gets a background and a good laying foundation of why. Um, but the whole Easter eggs and all that does come from paganisms, um, rituals and stuff like that. So I, I, I'm not going to do it. Um, and anyone that wants to celebrate, go for it. You know, I'm not judging anyone. You want to celebrate Easter? If you tell me happy Easter, that's I'm not going to judge you at all because my family, you know, when just even talking to my mother about it, she was just, you know, well, we didn't know. And I said, I know, Mom, I get it. No, we didn't know. I didn't know. I did it with my children, you know, and but now I do. And that's the thing as Christians with with sin and being born again and and the new life that God gives us when we die in the flesh and we're reborn in Jesus and the word. We don't want to do the same things that we did before. We want to be new. We want to be image bearers of, of Jesus and, and be Christ like, and, and just reflect that image. And so when we're reflecting the image of Christ, why are we going to go back and do the things that we used to do that we know were wrong? You know, um, like Amazing Grace says, I once was blind, but now I see. Once you see, you can't, I mean, you can, you can, you know, go back and do the same thing, but you're only fooling yourself. You're not fooling God. God knows, and you know in your heart. So, you know, make the choice that you need to make. That's fine. Um, I, I, I just do what I feel convicted in my heart. And that's what I advise everybody else to do. Don't do it because it's a fad. Don't do it because somebody says so. Do it because that's what you feel in your heart. That's what Jesus has always been about, the heart. It's not what goes into the stomach, but what comes out of the heart that defiles a man. 
Those are Jesus's words. Um, but today, so we start a new book today. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Before I do, guys, I want to uh, have a short prayer. Our brother John, MSM Liars, they are going, um, they're on their way now to his grandmother's funeral. We prayed for him last week for the family. And also a little baby Frank. Baby Frank had, uh, he, he lost his, his battle with the Lord yesterday and went home, or not with the Lord. I'm sorry, that sounded awful. He wasn't battling God. He was, I was battling the flesh. Baby Frank went on to be with our Heavenly Father yesterday. And as well as our sister, um, Song Scripture, and I forgot the last part. And my thoughts, I think is her name. Um, she's a new member for us. Uh, she's a great listener, great, great member. She's a, a very prayerful person. On Friday, they had to, um, her daughter um, delivered a grandchild. So we, we've got a lot of new life. It's wonderful. Uh, but the baby was born premature. Um, and so he had to go into the NICU. Well, this morning, I was seeing um, briefly about baby Ezekiel. That's the baby's name. So I would like to open up this morning in prayer for those specific needs, okay? So if y'all bow your heads with me, we're going to pray real quick, and then we're going to jump into our new book today. Heavenly Father, thank you for, for giving us life, for giving us breath in our lungs, and, and just for giving us forgiveness. Father, we pray that we are able to accept that forgiveness, each one of us, because sometimes that is hard as we are hard on ourselves. And and Father, sometimes when when things happen, we don't understand. Sometimes we just don't know what to do and and we get lost and and we get confused. Um, like with death and and when people are are suffering and 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 it's tough, Father. So you you embraced the promise and, and told us of that promise and and you told us just like in Psalm sixty six twelve that you know we may go through tribulations but you brought us out of the fire and and like Psalms thirty five you know we may cry and we may weep in the night but thank you for the joy in the morning because in the morning that joy comes and Father we thank you for that we thank you for for the life that. John's grandmother had and and raising wonderful children and and being a blessing to her siblings father and a wonderful grandmother to her grandchildren and great-grandchildren father we lift her her family up to you right now as they're mourning that loss and 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 they're sad but as Romans 8 28 tells us for we know that all things work for his good and father we know that this is going to be work for your good because you're never are going to forsake us or leave us. You're always there. And like first Samuel 17, 47, it doesn't matter who's going to be against us. It doesn't matter father, because you're for us. So all of those enemies that we, that we spend time worrying about, even death, death is an enemy. And that fear of death and that fear of that enemy, father, we, we shouldn't fear that because you are for us. Nothing at all is ever going to be able to to damage and harm us as long as you're for us and you're always for us because you promised that to, to Abraham 
to Jacob, to Isaac, Father, and, and we're so glad and so blessed. So, so Father, be with our brother John, MSM Liars, and his family as they bury their grandmother today and, and are mourning the loss of a wonderful, beautiful life. And as we rejoice that she is in heaven with you, Father, because we're not going to be sad. We're not going to weep. We're going to rejoice. We're going to dance. And we're going to celebrate the life that was his beautiful grandmother. Father, for baby Ezekiel, or for also for the family of baby Frank, who who struggled and fought and and, and put up a good fight, Father, and but now he's with you. Father, I lift the family of little baby Ezekiel up as well, so that way they may not be, be sad, but but be in love. And I pray, Father, that you use this death, this very sudden death of a child, of little baby Frank, that you use this for your good, for your glory, Father, that may his death bring hundreds, if not thousands of people to their knees in repentance to you. It's seeking your face. It's seeking your name and seeking the love of the Jesus Christ, Father. Let this life and this death be something of beauty, not something of sadness and tragedy, Father. I lift their family to you as they're sad and they weep. For little baby Ezekiel, who's who's fighting the, a big fight, who was born Friday, Father, um, for their mom who had the C-section, and because his size and him being being so early, Father, we, we lift him up, and, and we pray that these IV sites, the one that they've got in his forehead, that this IV site stays, and, and they don't have any problems with it collapsing like they've been having, Father, and and that he's not having to work so hard to breathe anymore. And and that you get his bilirubin where it needs to be. So that way this little baby can thrive. And and be able to, to get nourishment in him. And be able to have a long, beautiful life. And Father, I pray that, that Ezekiel in, in the in the hospital and his family and anyone that lays hands on baby Ezekiel, that they be forever changed. Father, that you come into baby Ezekiel, you use baby Ezekiel for your glory, Father, just like I ask that you use us here right now that are listening live, that are going to listen later. Father, use us to glorify your name. Send us to be your defenders, your battlers, your, your soldiers, of truth, of the word, and of the spirit, Father. So just be with baby Ezekiel and be with this family, and I, I just pray that you lift them up. Father, thank you so much, and we praise you with with song and, and thanksgiving, and, and we're just so wonderfully blessed that you love us so much. It's in, the, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Sorry, sorry, y'all. I had to get something to drink after that. My mouth is all dry. That was sad. Um, prayers this week. They've been answered. And it's beautiful to see uh, so many prayers being answered. So many people coming to prayer. And I do uh, Bards FM's 
on Monday through Friday, he has a afternoon show. It's at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central. And it's on um, on Podbean as well, for those that don't know. But I think everybody that's here right now do know. Um, and on Fridays, we do prayer. And we always pray at 11 after the hour or try to be right there at 11 after the hour. And last week, uh, the prayers were tough, you know. It's it's hard to see a lot of everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people suffering and going through tragedy in this book. Today, we're going to jump into the word of uh, Isaiah, (laughs) Jeremiah. Um, so that's going to be our new book for right now. It is the longest book in the Old Testament, 66 chapters, I believe. Very long. Um, and then after that, we'll go to the shortest book, I think, unless God turns me some other way. But uh, I do the prayers, and I send those in to Scott, usually about 2 o'clock Eastern time on Friday. So if you've got any of those, you can um, DM them to me on Telegram. It's t.me slash Nikki Knight or Nikki underscore Knight, I think is how it is. Or you can send it to Christ followers, t.me slash Christ followers seven, the number seven. Or put it in the telegram room for knickknacks or send to any mod. We'll get it there. Um, anyway, the prayers were, were tough. There was, um, uh, Baby's born. Kit Kat had her grandson, which is beautiful. And then baby Ezekiel, she found out that baby Ezekiel was born during prayer, but we had just had, you know, we were wrapping it up. So I do ask that y'all include them and keep them in your prayer. And uh, so we had the life come in, but there was a lot of sadness. And But seeing father move, even though we have these sad prayers, it, it's going to be sad. He promised us that. We knew that. Um, but it is beautiful to see the answered prayers. And he's answering so many. He's moving in so many ways. So many people are, are talking about Christ. Um, and that's beautiful. I never in my life, I'm 41 years old, never in my life have seen so many people just out there talking about Christ. It's it's so wonderful. So we're going to jump into Jeremiah. I am reading from the Greek, a Hebrew Greek keyword study Bible. It's an NASB 1977 edition. I'm going to jump around a little bit. I've got some uh, notes and some different sections. And uh, if there's anything happens with the sound, y'all let me know. I have had uh, a cold because we decided to go from 70, 80 degree temperatures to 20s. And uh, so I have uh, been fighting a cold and a raw snotty nose, lots of yucky stuff. So I may have to mute um, to sneeze or blow my nose or something, but we're going to go ahead and jump in. Sorry, I had to mute there too. 
Jeremiah came from a priestly family in Anathoth. And if I do say any of these wrong, uh, which y'all know I do, just, um, you know, y'all can spell it out down there. And I'm able to see the chat. I just can't engage as much on the laptop um, as quickly, but I will see it. Anathoth, it's A-N-A-T-H-O-T-H, -A, -A, a suburb of Jerusalem. As the author of the longest prophetic book, his career spanned more than 40 years during the reigns of Judah's last five kings and beyond. Jeremiah was called by God when he was still a young man and throughout his long, turbulent life, constantly had to confront people who had rejected God for false gods. He warned them that this would cause their destruction, but they refused to repent. So Jerusalem and the temple were destroyed and the people were deported to Babylon. In his famous temple sermon, he told people that the temple was vulnerable and nearly lost his life for it. Jesus later drew from this sermon. Before Jerusalem fell, Jeremiah had to deal with lying prophets predicting, predicting deliverance and was treated as a traitor. In a letter to those already in exile, he warned about the false prophets in Babylon and told the people to settle down for a long stay giving them instructions for preserving Judah. Oh, I'm sorry, for preserving their identity. Whoops. When the city fell, the Babylonians gave Jeremiah the option of remaining in Judah. He chose to stay, but a band of Jews forced him to go to Egypt, where tradition has it that he died. Even in Egypt, he had to prophesy prophecy against worshiping other gods. Jeremiah was one of the most colorful of the prophets, using visual aids to reinforce his messages. He was also one of the saddest because his burden was so heavy. The people would not listen to him, and even some of his own townspeople and relatives opposed him in trying to kill him. He had periods of depression over his failure. He did not want to be a prophet in the first place, but the urgency of his message was like a fire raging within him, and he could not contain it. His life is an example of total faithfulness to God, regardless of personal desires or circumstances. All right, Jeremiah 1.1. 1, 1. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkah, the priest who were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. Anathoth was about three miles northeast of Jerusalem and was one of the cities originally given to the priest after the conquest of Canaan in Joshua 21.18. And I'll read that to you. Is the page flipping loud? Can y'all hear the page flipping when I flip it? I don't guess so. Can y'all still hear me? Okay, thank you, Christian and Trinan. 
All right, so uh, Joshua 21, 18. Anathoth, with its pasture lands, and Elmon, A-L-M-O-N, with its pasture lands, four cities. It had been the home of Abiathar, A-B-I-A-T-H-A-R, the priest and close associate of King David. And he was banished there by Solomon because he had Mag the unsuccessful attempt by Adoniah to succeed David. 1 Kings 2.26. Then to Abathar, the priest of the king said, Go to Anathoth. To your own field, for you deserve to die. But I will not put you to death at this time, because you carried the ark of the Lord God before my father David, and because you were afflicted in everything in which my father was afflicted. Uh, Jeremiah 1, 3. I'm just going to go 1, 3. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the end of the 11th year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the exile of Jerusalem in the fifth month. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. This verse right here, and I, I, I like this verse a lot um, because it's proof that before we even know that life is existing, God knows it is, like with babies and abortion. How can they say that's not a life when... Scripture says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. God knew every single, when that sperm and egg meet, that's a life. God had already intended that to happen before it happened. That's why it happened. He wanted it to happen. But this verse forms part of the important Old Testament background for Paul's call to be an apostle to the Gentiles in Galatians 1, 15, 16. Both Paul and Jeremiah were selected for their ministries before their births, and both had a specific mission to the Gentiles. Jeremiah's call is also reminiscent of two others in the Old Testament. His reluctance because he did not know how to speak, um, that's in 1, 6 here in Jeremiah, which we'll get to in a moment, sounds somewhat like that of Moses at the burning bush in Exodus 4, 10. Although Moses was an 80-year-old man, whereas Jeremiah attributed his inability to his young age. At Isaiah's call, a seraph touched his mouth with a hot coal to cleanse him. Um, Y'all can recall that from Isaiah 6, chapter 6, verse 6 and 7, when we read that. 
before, because uh, we read Isaiah before we did Daniel. In Jeremiah's case, the Lord touched his mouth to deposit his message. In one nine. So it's it's pretty it's it's very similar to what we'd already seen before. Hang on just a second, guys. I'm sorry, there's somebody in my yard that should not be in my yard. Trespass. Sorry about that. Um, now the dogs are going to go nuts. What a day. It's Monday, right? Hey, woo. Sorry, this guy. I just planted sunflowers yesterday up there. It was actually some that Murdoch gave me. Um, he sent out a bunch to others. And if anybody else uh, wants any, I still have some. I saved them from the ones that had bloomed last year. Um. It's a good reminder of how to to really pray before you say things because people can take them the wrong way even though you don't intend them to be that way. But I planted sunflowers yesterday and this guy keeps cutting through my yard because I'm on the highway and he keeps cutting through my yard and I don't want him stepping on where I'm bring, you know, bringing my plants. I don't mind him walking down the yard some, but... I don't want my sunflowers when they do come up to get stepped on. So I'm sorry for the interruption. But it looks like we've got some more people in here now. I see JW4780 and Sweet Tea's here. Yeah, yes, you're tardy, ma'am. You've missed the excitement. No worries. We're going to resume again. We're in Jeremiah. For those that just got here, babe. Um, we are now Jeremiah 1-6. So you're not really, you haven't missed much scripture-wise. You've just missed me ranting in a whole bunch of interruptions. And then we, we prayed this morning. Um, keep MSM liars in your prayer because he they're going to his grandmother's funeral today. They're actually, I think, on their way now. And... Um, the family of baby Frank, who passed away, and um, baby Ezekiel, and your prayers. We prayed for them already this morning, so that way they would be covered. All of those, I think, well, the one on about John's grandmother, as far as the funeral today, is not in Christ's followers, but I think the others are. Then I said, alas, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, because I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I am a youth, because everywhere I send you, you shall go. And all that I command you, you shall speak. So that was just like Moses after the burning bush in Exodus 4.12. Um, and we read that. It's in the Telegram Room Christ Followers. Um, we did that before I come on Podbean. 
Um, we had read Genesis, Exodus. Oh, goodness. We got a long ways. Leviticus, I think. I think we did Leviticus. Pretty sure we, yeah, we did Leviticus. We didn't do numbers. We were starting numbers and stuff kept getting in the way. So that is in the um, Christ Followers Telegram room. But I'm going to read that passage about the um, the burning bush with Exodus 4.12. Now then go, and I, even I, will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to say. So when God tells you to do something, have the faith that he's going to protect you. I mean, just like I was saying in the prayer earlier, if God is for us, who could be against us? No one. So have that faith in God that he's going to do what he says. If he tells you to do something, do it and just trust. Jeremiah 1.8, do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, what do you see, Jeremiah? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. And the word of the Lord came to me a second time saying, what do you see? And I said, I see a boiling pot facing away from the north. Then the Lord said to me, out of the north, the evil will break forth on all inhabitants of the land. For behold, I am calling all the families of the kingdoms of the north, declares the Lord. And they will come and they will set each one his throne at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem and against all, the wall, all its walls round about and against all the cities of Judah. And I will pronounce my judgments on them concerning all their wickedness, whereby they have forsaken me and have offered sacrifices to other gods and worshiped the works of their own hands. Now gird up your loins and arise and speak to them all which I command you. Do not be dismayed before them, lest I dismay you before them. Now behold, I have made you today as a fortified city and as a pillar of iron and as walls of bronze against the whole land to the kings of Judah and its princes, to its priests and to the people of the land. And they will fight against you, but they will not overcome you, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. See, that just kind of goes back to like the... um. The verse that I was talking about earlier, um, I think it's first Samuel 17, 47. Um, about, you know, who's for us, nobody can be against us. Yes, JW 47. I, uh, we went from 80 degree temperatures and I was wearing shorts and flip flops to 20 degrees literally overnight and uh we got some really strong wind saturday i was down to georgia every time i go down to georgia um the air down there is so polluted and bad from the chemtrails that it hits me and uh then saturday night i uh 
I finally let go of some things that were holding on to me. And uh, I was able to forgive myself for a lot of things that had happened. Um, things that had happened um, during childhood. And, and I was going through a lot of things, so I cried a lot. Like, I... It was beyond the ugly cry. Like, I think I got snots, like, stuck way up at my nose in the sinus cavity, and it's all just still trying to come out. I know that sounds gross, but um, I had a good cry with the Lord, you know, and uh, it was freeing. Yeah, like, jinx, Tam. Tam said freeing. Yeah, it was freeing. Um, it was just very good. Um, I had to forgive myself for things that someone else had done to me. And maybe one day I'll come on and share this testimony on the Godcast. I don't know. Um, that will be for God to decide. But it, it, there was a lot of lot of hurt in uh, things that I was going through. And so in addition to my allergies and my autoimmune stuff, um, the cry fest definitely didn't help with this snot sound so yeah i'm still my nose is all raw and red and i was outside all day yesterday jack made oh goodness how to share pictures in the garden jack had uh made some stew he cooked a couple beef roast that he had marinated for like two days in the fridge and um put some corn and potatoes and green beans and llama beans and carrots and onions and all kinds of stuff in this stew and I canned it yesterday and so we were canning and and making uh stews and I was planting stuff and but it was still windy and cold hey you know if I'm not thank you I appreciate that JW, um, he says, but you were here for all of us. You were tremendous. It, it, it's God. I, I am here because I want to glorify his name. And uh, I, I'm able to. So, you know, I, I try not to miss if I can help it. All right. Jeremiah 2. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Go and proclaim in the ears of Jerusalem saying, Thus says the Lord, I remember concerning you the devotion of your youth, the love of your betrothals, your following after me in the wilderness, through a land not sown. Israel was, a ho was holy to the Lord, the first of his harvest. All who ate of it became guilty. Evil came upon them, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 2.2, 2, the note says here, this verse offers one of the most telling commentaries on how low the people of Jeremiah's day had sunk. God looked back longingly to the period of Israel's wandering in the wilderness as if it were a honeymoon with his bride. The passage is very similar to one written a little more than a hundred years earlier to Israel, the northern kingdom, who is also God's bride in Hosea 2.15. Then I will give her vineyards from there and the valley of Achor, Achor as a door of hope. Achor means trouble. 
and she will sing there as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up from the land of Egypt. In the next chapter, Jeremiah depicted Israel and Judah as sisters. Both of them then married, both of them married to the Lord. Israel had played the harlot and God divorced her. Now Judah's guilt was worse than hers. And that will cover in 3, 6 to 11. I just wanted to read that little note there. Israel was holy to the Lord. The first of his harvest, all who ate of it became guilty. Evil came upon them, declares the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, What injustice did your fathers find in me, that they went far from me and walked after emptiness and became empty? And they did not say, Where is the Lord, who brought us up out of, out of the land of Egypt, who led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and of pits? through a land of drought and of deep darkness, through a land that no one crossed and where no man dwelt. And I brought you into the fruitful land to eat its fruit and its good things. But you came and defiled my land and my inheritance you made an abomination. The priest did not say, where is the Lord? And those who handle the law did not know me. The rulers also transgressed against me, and the prophets prophesied by Baal and walked after things that did not profit. Therefore, I will yet contend with you, declared the Lord, declares the Lord, and with your sons' sons I will contend. Prophets, um, they're not allowed to contradict the law. They can't speak their own thoughts. Or opinions they have to only speak the word of god that's given to them from god um and so you know there's also seers who you know could be considered prophets like daniel daniel he had the visions ezekiel had the visions um several had visions um because if they spoke their own thoughts or if they spoke um stuff that was wrong um they were false prophets and they could be killed Two ten, for cross to the coastlands of kittim and see and send to Kedar and observe closely and see if there has been such a thing as this has a nation changed gods when they were not gods but my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit. Be appalled, O heavens, at this, and shudder, be very desolate, declares the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, to hew themselves for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. To forsake. Um, in Hebrew was to leave, to abandon, to lose. Um, it's spelled A-Z-A-B, and it's pronounced Alzab, Alzab, 
Y'all know I'm awful with that. It's 5,800 in the um, Old Testament dictionary. But I wanted to look it up to see exactly what it was talking about here on Forsake. And um, with this case, I think it was in the terms of an ultimate sign of defeat and often God's judgment um, were abandoned cities. Like in Isaiah 17, 9, um, in Jeremiah 4, 29, and Zephaniah 2, 4. Because the Israelites had sacrificed to the other gods in Deuteronomy 28, 20, Judges 10, 10, and Jeremiah 1, 16. Um, we see also in Ezekiel, um, where God is also talking about Um, being forsaken. Um, in Ezekiel 8, 12, then he said to me, son of man, do you see what the elders of the house of Israel are committing in the dark? Each man in the room of his carved images. For they say, the Lord does not see us. The Lord has forsaken the land. And that's what they were making the um, the false idols and praying to different gods. J.W. says, but then there is absolve. May we be off our sins. Yeah, see, um, God does on occasion abandon humans because of their sins. Just like with here on Ezekiel 8.12. It was also in Deuteronomy 31.17. Um, we are separated. Uh, there is... Um, I don't know the right word. There is like a, uh, a plastic. Okay. So let's plexiglass. There's like a plexiglass wall. And when you sin, you know, you've got you and, and God on, on the same side. And then sin is like the plexiglass. And if you don't, you don't have to confess every individual sin and say exactly what they were. I don't think. I am not saying that for 100% because I don't know. My, in my heart, I feel like we don't have to confess each individual sin, but we ask the Lord to forgive our sins, and he knows what they are. Otherwise, some of some people may be arrested. Um, several people would probably be arrested. I know all of the Congress would be arrested. I mean, that's almost certain. <laughs> but that sin, it, it puts a, a barrier between us and God. And that's where the devil's able to use, oh, okay, well, they sin. So I can, you know, I'll, I'll weasel my little way in here and I'll open this little, no matter how small. And see, sometimes we may think it's small and it's minute, but... It's like, kind of like Swiss cheese, you know? You get a little hole here, a little hole there, a little hole there, a little hole there, a little sin here, a little sin there, a little sin there. Well, sin is supposed to be hurtful because it it separates and puts a barrier between us and Christ. And Christ paid the ultimate price. He was the sinless man who came in the flesh and died in the flesh a horrible death for our sins because he knew that we were we were of we were we were born of the flesh because of the curse you know in the beginning with with Eve and Adam and it wasn't just Eve it was Adam too but we have to 
try to sin less. And if we do sin, because we're going to sin, we're going to sin. It happens. We try not to, but it happens. We have to ask. That's why it's important to pray and ask for forgiveness. Repent and and seek the Lord and turn back from that sin. Because when we when we repent and rebuke that sin, that hole, that barrier, that plexiglass is gone. It's taken away and removed. And we're back able to be hugged by Father. Father, as soon as we say, Father, Lord, God, however you want to say it, please forgive me for I have sinned. Or please forgive my sins. Please forgive my sinful nature. Whatever the case may be. Father God, as soon as you say those words, he comes in with big old arms and just wraps you in love and in a warm embrace that just feels so good. It's like when you're a child and you get injured and, you know, you run to the love of a parent for comfort. It's the same thing. Paperback, good morning, sis. I'm glad to see you here. She says, part of repenting is accountability and acknowledgement of wrongdoing. Yes. Yes. That is, um, we have to, because otherwise, if we don't, if we're not accountable and hold ourselves accountable for that sin, then we're going to keep doing it. And the object of, of sin less, like Jody's saying, is to see that we're, you know, where we have sinned and do that less, sin less, instead of being full of sin, like he said, versus sinful, full of sin. So you've got to repent. Repentance is so important, especially now in these times. It's it's huge. Um, very, very important to to repent. We don't know when Jesus is going to come back, when the rapture will happen. But what we do know is that Jesus told us to be prepared and to make sure that we store our treasures in heaven, not on earth. Because when Jesus comes back, he's going to come like a thief in the night. Those that aren't ready aren't going to get raptured. Good morning in pursuit. Thank you. Um, have a blessed day, brother. Enjoy watching your daughters. I'll be back on tonight, this evening, with knickknacks. Um, we're going to be doing some garden stuff. Maybe a little news, but probably not a lot of news because it's just all full of junk. I do need to get back into the Word, though, so we can at least finish Chapter 2, right? Because we're almost at noon already. That went fast. Jeremiah 2.14. Is Israel a slave or is he a homeborn servant? Why has he become a prey? The young lions have roared at him. They have roared loudly and they have made his, his land a waste. His cities have been destroyed without inhabitant. Also the men of Memphis. Oh boy, here's another one. Uh, <laughs> 
It's I'm a friend, I'm gonna spell it T A H P A N H E S. Tiffany's Tiffany's is that I don't that sounds funny Tiffany's. Have shaved the crown of your head. Have you not done this to yourself by forsaking the Lord your God when He led you in the way? But now, what are you doing on the road to Egypt to drink the waters of the Nile? Or what are you doing on the road to Assyria to drink the waters of the Euphrates? Your own wickedness will correct you and your apostasies will reprove you. Know therefore and see that it is evil and bitter for you to forsake the Lord your God and the dread of me is not in you, declares the Lord God of hosts. For long ago I broke your yoke and tore off your bonds, but you said I will not serve. For on every high hill and under every green tree you have lain down as a harlot. Yet I planted you as a choice vine, a completely faithful seed. How then have you turned yourself before me into the degenerate shoots of a foreign vine? Although you wash yourself with lye and use much soap, the state of your inequity is before me, declares the Lord God. How could you say I am not defiled? I have not gone after the balls. Look at your way in the valley. Know what you have done. You're a swift young camel entangling her ways, a wild donkey accustomed to the wilderness that sniffs the wind in her passion in the time of her heat who could turn her away. All who seek her will not become weary. In her mouth they will find her. Keep your feet from being unshod and your throat from thirst. But you said, it is hopeless. No, for I have loved strangers and after them I will walk. As the thief is shamed when he is discovered, so the house of Israel is shamed. They, their kings, their princes, and their priests, their prophets, who say to a tree, you are my father. And to a stone you gave me birth, for they have turned their back to me, and not their face. But in the time of their trouble, they will say, arise and save us. But where are your gods which you made for yourself? Let them arise if they can save you. In the time of your trouble, for according to the number of your cities, are your gods, O Judah? Why do you contend with me? You have all transgressed against me, declares the Lord. In vain I have struck your sons. They accepted no chastening. Your sword has devoured your prophets like a destroying lying. lion. O generation, hear the word of the Lord. Have I been a wilderness to Israel or a land of thick darkness? Why do my people say we are free to roam? We will come no more to thee. Can a virgin forget her ornaments, or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. How well you prepare your way to seek love. Therefore, even the wicked women you have taught your ways. Also on your skirts is found the lifeblood of the innocent poor. You did not find them breaking in, but in spite of all these things, yet you said I am innocent. Surely his anger is turned away from me. Behold, I will enter into judgment with you because you say I've not sinned. Why do you go around so much changing your way? 
Also, you shall be put to shame by Egypt, as you were put to shame by Assyria. From this place also you shall go out with your hands on your head. For the Lord has rejected those in whom you trust, and you shall not prosper with them. Okay, so I guess since it's almost noon, Eastern, we're going to stop with that. And uh, we'll pick up on the polluted land, Jeremiah 3, on Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to mute and get some music going so I can take some prayer requests and uh, need to clear my throat. Um, if the music doesn't come through, let me know. Hopefully it will.
get any other prayer requests? I uh, saw some praise reports here from Sweet Tea. That was awesome. Morning, Douglas. Good morning, Cole. Good morning, Little Red. I'm sorry I missed saying good morning this earlier. Um, I'm not as fast with this, but I'm so glad you're here. I can't see the the number of people total on um, as easy on the laptop, so I kind of like that. I don't get as nervous. Yeah, I saw that uh, it was uh, that Peace Be Still was like early this morning. <laughs> I didn't make it, and I haven't listened yet, unfortunately, but I will in a little bit. Oh, gosh, yeah, so 2 a.m. for here. Yikes. Yeah, I can see it. Um, and it, it says 10 live and 16 total. Um. On my phone, it shows it, like, really close. And so, I don't like seeing a whole lot of people. I get nervous still. All right, if y'all bow your heads and we don't have any other prayers, we'll go ahead and pray it out. Um, I'll get a little ending song going and... Uh, Um, call on the mods. You just click uh, their name and then the down arrow button and you can add them as admin or block. You're welcome. Yes, it has to be on a live show. During the live show. There may be another way. I'm not certain. Um on doing it but yeah uh, that's how you can yeah it's permanent until you change it back as y'all can see I've got my little admin there that's like full of fire Tam sweet tea <laughs> and I appreciate you Tam Lorette are you meaning to call in Nope. Fat finger morning. Still drinking the coffee. <laughs> Good morning, Ryan. Send my love to your wife and your family. <laughs> Douglas's face call. It's Mary. That's funny. Um, usually, Little Red is, is usually one of the uh, the big ones that definitely is always usually hitting the button and it's funny so it's like she's gonna be the one that's always ignored and one of these days she's gonna want to call in and nobody's gonna accept her call she's gonna have something really good to say so I always try to ask her
All right, guys, let's take a second. We're going to pray to our Father again. So if you'll bow your heads and close your eyes as long as you're not driving, please don't do it if you're driving or operating heavy equipment. God will understand. I'm certain of it. I feel it in my heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of allowing us to gather together in this space and and just bringing this, this family together. Uh, we were so blessed that you brought all of us here and and the love that we all share with one another. And it's just a beautiful family that is, could not have been brought together by anyone other than you. So we thank you and praise you for that, Father. Thank you, uh, Father, for Jeremy, Joyce's son, being out of the hospital, which is amazing. And we just pray that any of this infection just leaves his body, whether it's viral or bacterial, um, that it leaves, that he has a good recuperation after those lumbar punctures they did, because those could be so tough, Father. And, and we thank you for Doug's lungs improving, and we continue to lift him up. Um, as he goes through physical therapy this week and, and we, we lift Jeremy and Doc both as they're, they're healing and, and trying to get well, Father, because you're our ultimate healer. And we know that through all things you're, are possible through you, uh, just like this right here. It's amazing with Jeremy even just being out of the hospital now um, with the inflammation and stuff, that the infection he had on his brain. So, Father, we thank you for that. Father, for our brother MSM liars that we lifted up to you this morning and his family as they are laying his grandmother to rest today, though she is already in heaven with you, Father, we just pray that the family is comforted, that they're not completely sad and lost, but they, they also remember that we are not of this world, that, that we're just here for whatever time that you need to use us here. And that when you call us home, that is a joyous event. Though, though our hearts ache because we lose someone we care about, it's still yeah, a really wonderful thing to know that, that the body is free with you when we get to be with you, that there's a new heaven and, and there's not pain and there's not suffering and and I just know that it's going to be beautiful full of of laughter and and joy and and father I believe in my heart that that MSM liars grandmother is there with you and looking down on them so I just pray that that you comfort this family as they mourn this loss and the family of little baby Frank and and we lift up Ezekiel as he is uh, in the NICU, and, and I just pray for him and for all those that may touch him, that, that they come to know you, Father, through this little baby. Father, for, for all of the ones that are, are struggling with, with loss and sadness and, and confusion, Father, I lift them up to you to, for the reminder of your promise that Nobody can harm us as long as we're, as long as you're for us and you're never going to forsake us. So we should not forsake you. We should not have doubt in you. We should have that full faith in you. So Father, I pray for people all over the world to have that just full faith, that 100% faith, because I know 
in my heart that you are going to deliver on every single promise. You've never not delivered on a promise. You will come back and you, uh, Jesus will come rapture his bride and we will go to heaven. So while we're here, Father, please just use us. Use us to glorify your name, to do your work, and to bring other people to help find and follow Jesus. That you you speak life through us, that you speak wisdom and knowledge and discernment, and, and you allow us to go speak that to others. That you use us to disciple and, and bring the message of Jesus Christ, the love of Jesus, but also the sternness of Jesus. The laws that Jesus had fulfilled and gave, the laws that you gave to Moses, Father, we are still to follow those laws and and we are still to love, but we are still to put you highest on the throne and not forsake you. We are to humble ourselves and, and seek your face and admit our wrongs, Father, and, and change and then, then, and only then will you heal our land. So, Father, I pray that people see the error of their ways, that they repent, they rebuke the evil, and they come back to you, Father. Thank you for all the wonderful blessings you've given us. And, and Father, just please forgive us for sinning. Forgive us for doing wrong. And forgive us for those of us who have forsaken you. And just turn them around, turn them back to you. Father, for our children, I pray for their, their rescue. I pray for a swift hand of justice to the ones harming them. By that, that you will deliver that. And I pray that this stops. That using children and trying to manipulate them and make them think that a boy is a girl and a girl is a boy is wrong. Father, I pray that you stop this madness. As I saw in Texas, um, them trying to give away $50,000 and a four-year college scholarships for transgender kids. This is evil. It's awful. And Father, I know that your punishment's going to be swift. And so I just pray that you deliver justice and that you rescue these poor children out of this. By the blood on the cross, and Jesus and, and the freeing of of the sins and the bondage of sin that we're trapped by, we thank you. And we and we love you for just giving him giving us your only son so that we may be forgiven and we may have grace and mercy. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hi, well, happy Monday and happy first day of spring, guys. Spring, finally. I'll be back this evening at 7 p.m. Eastern time for knickknacks. I've got a couple things um, in mind. We'll see what God God leads, and, and I'll see you back here at uh, the end. Thank you all for being here for um, being here live. Those that are going to be listening later on, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, you can find me on Telegram, t.me slash Nikki's, N-I-K-K-I-S, Nax, N-A-K-S. Um, prayers can always go to Christ Follower 7 on Telegram. And you, uh, Scott will be on, or Duncan, I'm not sure which one today. Bards, uh, one of them will be here at Bended Knee at 4 p.m. Eastern. 
Then I'll be back at 7. Uh, Conley is on at 8. 9 p.m. is Birds FM. 10.30 is Kilted Christian, followed by Fishers and Men at Midnight. Full busy day, guys. Go out there, enjoy the sunshine, spread love and light. Help somebody find and follow Jesus today. That's your challenge. Have a blessed day. Um, I'll shut it down after the music, um, the song ends. And I will see you guys online. I'll get it uploaded as soon as Podbean lets me. Love you guys. God bless. And I will see you later. Bye.